LeVar Arrington has some choice words for Jay Paterno. And should Penn State follow Notre Dame's lead regarding EA Sports' college football video game? I'm Kevin McGuire. This is Locked on Nittany Lions. Let's get to it. You are Locked on Nittany Lions, your daily podcast on the Penn State Nittany Lions. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome into a brand new episode of Locked On Nittany Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today is Tuesday, February 23rd, 2021. Again, I am Kevin McGuire. Happy to be with you here, as always, here on the Locked On Nittany Lions podcast, talking some Penn State football. If you listened to yesterday's episode, I apologize. I might have not been in quite the same mood I was, but I'm feeling much better today. I'm ready to go, and I'm ready to hit some interesting topics of conversation that I think we have to discuss in today's episode. Of course, it is also Twitter Tuesday. We'll get to some of your questions later on in the episode. But of course, we want to begin by reminding you to make sure you are subscribed to this podcast so you never miss a single episode. We're putting these episodes out Monday through Friday. We might even have some bonus content here and there as well. So make sure you're subscribed on whatever podcasting app you may be listening to us today on, whether it's Spotify or Radio.com. If you're checking us out on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, iHeartRadio, I could go on and on and on. You get the idea. We're available on pretty much every Every podcasting platform out there so make sure you're subscribed leave those ratings and reviews it really helps us out with the placement across those various podcasting apps and it only helps us improve the show moving forward of course you can always connect with us all across our social media platforms as well we're on twitter facebook instagram and twitch all using the username of Locked On Nittany. And yes, once we get into March, we're going to revamp the Twitch uh, streaming process a little bit more. We're going to do some more of those frequent live streams, and we might even throw some more into the conversation moving forward because we are into the stage of the calendar where we're starting to talk about some spring football, and we're still waiting for some more information regarding what Penn State's going to do with their spring football schedule. But of course, now is a great time to get on board with the podcast stay connected with us enjoy the show and be a part of the show that's what this is all about we want this to be something that you want to keep coming back to we want this to be something that you feel like you are a contributor to so the best way to do that is by sending us your questions and your comments and we'll get them into the podcast as frequently as possible especially here on our twitter tuesday now uh Twitter Tuesday is a little bit light this week. I'm going to flat out admit that. I got a little bit of a late start getting the word out about it. So that's partly on me, but don't worry. We'll fill in the space elsewhere. And I want to start today's episode by talking a little bit about the fact that there might be a little bit of a rift between a couple of former notable Penn Staters. This being LeVar Arrington, one of the best linebackers of all time in program history. A guy that I put on Penn State's Mount Rushmore of players uh, just a few weeks ago. If you got a chance to listen to the podcast, I had LeVar Arrington on my Mount Rushmore of Penn State players in program history. So anytime that he says something with regard to the program, he clearly has a distinct fondness for to this day. I don't know if there's many more uh, people that are more vocal about their support of their alma mater the way that LeVar Arrington is. So when he says something, we're certainly going to take uh, notice of that. Also, when a Paterno says something, we are also going to pay attention to that as well. Jay Paterno, LeVar Arrington, 
little bit of a sticky situation potentially going on right now. Uh, background here is we knew that last week, last Friday, the Board of Trustees was going to vote on whether or not to approve the funding for improvements to the football facilities at Penn State. As I said on the podcast last week, there was pretty much no doubt that that resolution was going to pass and they were going to approve that uh, budget to move forward with a $48.3 million, I want to say, renovation to the last football building. Uh, there was very little chance that that was going to be rejected. It was kind of more of a, a just a procedural <laughs> process that had to go through to get those votes to move forward. Uh, there was really no question that it was going to be approved. There was some slight dissent in the voting, and one among those uh, voting against the movement was Jay Paterno, a former Penn State football player, obviously a former Penn State assistant coach, and his dad just happens to be Joe Paterno. You know the history of Jay Paterno at this point. Uh, so Jay Paterno came out, he voted against the resolution, or I should say he voted against the budget to improve the football facility. And he cited some of the concerns that I kind of addressed it and uh, alluded to last week when discussing uh, possible dissent in this. And that's the fact that we're going through a pandemic and every school is looking at ways to readjust their budget or at least where they're focusing their budgets. So I totally understand that point of view. If you have a dissenting viewpoint on providing funding for improving anything with the football program. And that certainly caught some people off guard or maybe kind of ruffled some feathers, certainly uh, when it comes to LeVar Arrington, who on his podcast on Sunday pretty much called out Jay Paterno for voting against Penn State's decision to move forward with the budget to improve the football building. And he had some choice things. I mean, he was coming right at Jay Paterno, kind of alluding to the fact that you know Jay's Paterno, Jay Paterno's career it has basically been molded off of Penn State football being uh, one of the top priorities within the program or the university and all the support that it got. And he, LeVar Antin suggested that if Jay Paterno were the head coach, then he would be sitting there wanting many of these things to be approved so he could improve the football program and continue on his father's legacy uh, as a head football coach of this program that his father pretty much built, let's be honest. <laughs> so I do think that there are some there are some valid points that I think LeVar Arrington is pointing out, or at least some fair criticisms uh, of what Jay Paterno and his vote kind of spoke loudly about. I don't know if I can get totally on board with the idea that LeVar Arrington brought up, suggesting that Jay Paterno is kind of helping to plant a seed for some dissent uh, with James Franklin and maybe force James Franklin to reach a breaking point. With Penn State, we kind of saw that with Bill O'Brien, that he kind of got, he had had his fill with uh, the way that Penn State was run, maybe within the administration, within the, the boosters, uh, all that's good stuff. Now the pro the thing was, uh, Bill O'Brien always had his mindset on going to the NFL when the right opportunity came along. So this kind of rushed the process to get him out and go on to the NFL. Uh, the more the more he was getting frustrated uh, with the administration over time. This is a little bit of a different situation because James Franklin has been a flat-out phenomenal coach for Penn State. That's my personal opinion, and I've said before, yeah, he's got some shortcomings. They are very valid, and I will not uh, shy away from admitting that. But I think when you look at the grand scheme of things, uh, what James Franklin has done at Penn State is 
really impressive <laughs> and it's really good and he has made a plea to kind of drum up the the budget to improve the football facilities as much as possible bring them up to the modern day and to Penn State's credit they have improved things uh, over the years that James Franklin has been the head coach but as I also said last week on the podcast if Penn State wants to get to that next level they need to be more on par with the facilities as far as where schools like Alabama, Clemson, and Ohio State are. And even though Penn State has come a long way in that game, they are still a far way away from being one of the Joneses, I think, as you're comparing what Penn State is compared to other programs. So I don't think that Jay Paterno cast his vote with the mindset of giving James Franklin a reason to have some hesitation about remaining the head coach or starting to look elsewhere for other opportunities. I don't think that that's the case. I hope that that's not the case. But I do think that what LeVar Arrington said in calling out Jay Paterno had some valid criticisms embedded in what he was saying. I'm just not totally on board with the idea that Jay Paterno is here to kind of create the rift that's going to ultimately send James Franklin to a tipping point where he feels like he needs to get out as fast as possible. And certainly if that were to happen, I don't think Jay Paterno would be the first guy in line to take on the next head coaching position at Penn State should that occasion arise. But I would love to hear from you on this particular subject. Did you get a chance to listen to LeVar Arrington's podcast? Have you got a chance to catch up on the commentary that is followed out throughout that? Let me know what you think. Do you think LeVar Arrington is right? Do you think Jay Paterno is right? Do you find yourself somewhere in the middle where you can kind of see both sides? Hit us up on our Twitter account, at LockedOnNittany. Let us know what you think about this story, and we'll continue to add some of your comments into upcoming episodes as we continue to monitor everything that's going on between LeVar Arrington and Jay Paterno. Well, if you're my neck of the woods, and probably some of you are, you got another little reminder that it's still winter time with a couple of inches of snow and slush yesterday. Made for a little bit of a difficult ride home for many of you, probably. Uh, fortunately, I felt pretty good on the road. Now, I know you got to take it safe, obviously, when it's snowing and, and icy out there. But when you take care of your car and make sure you've got everything you need for these winter weather conditions, you're going to be okay. And the best place to do that right now is with rockauto.com. They're the family business that have been serving customers or auto parts needs online for 20 years. And how has that been possible? Because they know what it takes to deliver a smooth transaction when you are in a time of need to improve something for your car. Look, buying things for your car, it can be scary, especially if you have no idea what you're looking for. But that's why Rock Auto makes it so incredibly easy and stress-free for you because all you have to do is go to their website, rockauto.com, you enter the make and model of your car or your truck, and it brings you up the entire catalog of everything available specifically for your car. So you don't have to flip through any catalogs to trying to find the right part number, cross-referencing with your model and your year of your car. It's gonna help you out by bringing you everything straight to you in a nice, easy-to-read online format. And they're also going to give you some of the best prices they possibly can. It doesn't matter if you're a novice or a professional. They've got you handled. They'll take care of you. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Don't forget to write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com We've got you covered right here with everything you need to know about the Penn State Nittany Lions. But what about the rest of the world of sports? Well, now the Locked On Podcast Network has you covered there as well with Locked On Today. It's hosted by Peter Bukowski, and it's got all the sports news you need every morning in under 20 minutes. 
Subscribe to Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're at it, make sure you are subscribed and leave those ratings and reviews for Locked On Nittany Lions. There's just so much going on in the world of sports right now. And that's why the Locked On Podcast Network is so great because we've got all of these teams covered. Doesn't matter if you're a baseball fan, NHL fan, NBA fan. We've got every team covered. If you're into the NFL offseason, every team's being covered there as well. So check it out. All your favorite podcasts, all your favorite teams. We've got you covered on the Locked On Podcast Network. So I imagine one of the topics of conversation that might be popular today, kind of stemming from some of the news that broke out yesterday, was Notre Dame coming out and announcing that they are going to withhold their program's identity from the upcoming and potentially tentatively titled EA Sports College Football video game. We talked a couple weeks ago about EA Sports bringing back its college football video game franchise uh, under potentially a different name from the NCAA football franchise, of course, that went dormant after the 2013 season with NCAA 14. Well, we know that EA Sports is committed to bringing back its college football video game. It's not defined exactly when that video game will be released. I think a lot of people are kind of expecting that it might be a 2022 release potentially 2023 because EA Sports did announce that it's going to take some time for them to put it together and it's not coming out this year, but it could be within the next two to three years. So obviously there's going to be a lot of groundwork that needs to be mapped out before they're able to release a video game. And one of the issues that is still kind of looming out there is whether or not players are going to be able to be compensated for their image or likeness being included in such a video game. This is, of course, the reason why this franchise has gone dormant for as long as it did because EA Sports got tied up with some legal issues and, of course, licensing issues became much more of a concern through the legal battles. And, of course, schools started pulling out their their name from the game and conferences started backing away from the video game itself. Uh, And sure enough, that video game franchise was put on the shelf for the foreseeable future. Well, now it looks as though the grass is starting to get a little greener, which is good. The problem is how many players are going to see some of that green? That's the big question. So Notre Dame came out on Monday and released a statement saying that their their school is not going to be included in this video game, whenever it may be released, unless there is some sort of resolution that will allow for players to be compensated. And this is really more taking a stand against the NCAA in moving forward with NIL uh, legislation. And that becomes a little bit of a sticking point because when Notre Dame comes out and says something, people are going to notice. And this sort of echoed back to what we saw with the college football playoff where Notre Dame was one of the the first schools that was involved in the college football playoff that was very vocal about not having to go all the way out to California to play in the Rose Bowl Stadium when no fans were going to be allowed to enter that stadium. That game ended up, of course, being moved to Texas where they were played in the Dallas Cowboys Stadium rather than the traditional confines of the, uh, the Rose Bowl Stadium. And that probably would have happened anyway, if we're being honest, but Notre Dame kind of got out ahead of it and kind of spearheaded the conversation or at least put the pressure on the college football playoff to make a change. This might be a little bit different, but it's kind of the same idea because, uh, again, Notre Dame doesn't have that conference affiliation going into this upcoming season, at least for now. Uh, So they, they are going to go about things as an independent in football, but their name, you know, as much as you may want to roll your eyes about it, 
when Notre Dame says something, we're going to react to it and people are going to take notice. And this actually is a pretty big deal. It's actually a pretty important uh, name that's going to potentially influence the direction of where we're heading here with uh, players being compensated for their image and likeness. So I'm very curious to see what the reaction is going to be from some other schools. As of the time I'm recording this, I have not seen any reaction or follow-up stance from any other schools suggesting that they're going to be withholding their, their school's brand from the EA Sports game until there is a name, image, and likeness deal on the table. So that could very well change. So my question to you is, do you want to see Penn State make the same kind of stance and follow Notre Dame's lead in this particular battle? Now, I, I'd be very curious to see what the reaction will be from fans. And I think one of the things here is it's applying pressure for something that hasn't actually come together just yet. So EA Sports has already made it clear that they're very early in the stages of development for this game. Uh, as of right now, they probably have no idea what schools are actually going to be in it, although they looks like they say they're going to have a whole ton of schools included. I don't know how official that is or what has been finalized what hasn't been finalized there's probably a lot of contracts and legal work that still has to be ironed out anyway but at least they have an intent to include at least a good majority of the college football programs that are out there and i believe penn state would be among them so again there's lots of details to figure out but if notre dame is going to kind of spearhead the movement to uh, move forward with this name image and likeness legislation from the NCAA and get this taken care of, the sooner the better. And I've always said this. I've always felt as though you know, players should be able to be compensated for work, for their the use of their image or their likeness. They should be able to profit from that if possible. Uh, I know not every player is going to be equal on this uh, territory, but I do feel it is time for players to start being compensated for their their image, for their likeness. And if that means getting a, a check cut straight from EA Sports or having some kind of a revenue distribution uh, organized for this game, you know, I don't know what how that's going to put together or how that's going to come together, but I just feel as though it is something that absolutely has to happen. So I ask once again, and I do want to hear your responses on our Twitter account at Locked On Nitty on this Twitter Tuesday. I want to hear from you guys. Do you want Penn State to come out and make a very similar statement to what Notre Dame did? Do you want to see Penn State come out and say, our school is not going to be included in the EA Sports College Football video game unless there is a deal done for name, image, and likeness uh, legislation with the NCAA? Make that happen, and then Penn State can be in the video game. Is that a deal breaker for you? Is that something you even care about? I imagine that most of the people that are listening to this have probably played an NCAA football video game. I know I am a big fan of that franchise. And if you've listened to that, my podcast a couple weeks ago with Thor Nystrom from Motor World, you know that I am not alone. So it's not necessarily a deal breaker for me, but obviously it would stink to be able to buy a college football video game and not have Penn State in it, not have Notre Dame in it, not have Michigan and Ohio State or Alabama in it. Because then again, we're right back to square one we were when this when this series went on the shelf in the first place. So let me know. Hit us up on our Twitter account, at LockedOnNittany. Let me know what you think. Should Penn State follow Notre Dame's lead in their stance against EA Sports' college football video game unless there is a name, image, and likeness deal on the table?
All right, so you know the sports calendar is continuing to move on. There's always college hoops action, and there's a lot of stuff going down on the hard court tonight around the world of college basketball. That includes your Penn State Nittany Lions once again on the road a couple days after their game against Iowa. They're taking on the Nebraska Cornhuskers tonight in Lincoln, and they are actually a six-point favorite, according to our pals over at betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all the sports action. Even if football is over, they still have the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL in full swing. You can also bet on TV shows, reality TV, awards shows, all that good stuff. And they've got real-time updated odds and props on just about anything you can imagine, including the college basketball scene. Now, as I'm recording this right now, I'm looking at the lines. And Penn State, yes, minus six points on the road against Nebraska. You know what? I am going to roll with the Nittany Lions tonight. I usually have faded against Penn State. You know, let's be honest. But I'm going to roll with them tonight in Lincoln. It's a revenge situation on the road. I know I don't particularly have a whole lot of confidence in what Penn State does. But you know what? I just feel it tonight. I'm feeling they're going to go on the road, get that win, get that revenge win against the Cornhuskers. And they're going to cover a six-point spread. Elsewhere, I'm liking Villanova minus 11.5 against St. John's at home. And I'm going to take UConn minus 4 on the road against Georgetown. Looking for an NBA pick? How about the Brooklyn Nets? Minus 7.5. They've been on a little bit of a roll lately. They're at home against Sacramento. I'm going to take them. 7.5 point favorite. Give me the Nets. Give me the UConn. Give me Villanova. And give me Penn State. If you want to make some picks on tonight's games, it's not too late to sign up now. It's totally free to sign up at betonline.ag. And guess what? You use the promo code Locked On. they're going to give you a 50% welcome bonus on top of your first deposit. And get this, unlike other sports gambling websites, there is absolutely no cap on what this 50% bonus is. It doesn't matter if you put in $100, $1,000, well, maybe take it slow just to be safe. But it doesn't matter what your first deposit is. They're going to give you 50% on top of that. But you have to use the promo code Locked On. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. February is Black History Month, and the Locked On Podcast Network is honoring the challenges and success of black men and women in sports with a brand new series called Locked On Presents More Than the Game. Right now, you can hear Gandis Cooper of Locked On Tar Heels and Erica Ayala of Locked On Women's Basketball discuss the opportunities and challenges that come from being a black woman in sports. So subscribe to Locked On Presents podcast feed on the radio.com app or wherever you get your podcasts. So this is our Twitter Tuesday episode. And unfortunately, we didn't have any questions or comments from you guys to include in today's show. But that doesn't mean we don't want to have some interaction on Twitter. As I said in the previous couple of segments, I do want to hear your reactions to some of the stuff we talked about in today's podcast by reaching out to us on our Twitter account at Locked on Nittany. And you can do that after any episode, not just Twitter Tuesday. But we do like to be a little bit more interactive on Twitter on Tuesdays. So that's why I do want to make sure you guys send in your questions and your comments and kind of fill up everything for coming up on our next Twitter Tuesday segment, which I'm going to be flat out honest with you right now. It's actually going to be in two weeks. We might do a Twitter Thursday next week because my schedule is going to be a little bit different over the course of the next week, but our Twitter Tuesday will resume in two weeks. We might do a Twitter Thursday next week, so feel free to get in your questions and comments at any time. And while we will include them in every episode, those are our specific episodes that are really geared towards getting some of your questions and comments included in the show. So we do definitely want to hear from you guys. Make sure you're following us on Locked On Nittany. Now, our Twitter account has been pretty active over the last 24 hours because we're having some fun. And 
and that's what Twitter is really all for for me. It's all about information, communicating, and just having some fun. And sometimes you have to have some fun at your own expense. Now, I don't know how many of you guys are watching the show WandaVision on Disney Plus, or if you're caught up on everything going on in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I know I'm hooked. Uh, so I'm not trying to spoil anything for anybody, but uh, if you have been paying attention to some of the, the viral stuff that's been going on, or you're at least all caught up on WandaVision, then you probably know what I mean when I say it was Agatha all along, right? And I think at this point, it's probably safe to say that. I know it's a little risky, and maybe I should have put in a spoiler warning before I dove into this segment, but I do want to have some fun with this as well. So uh, I'm not going to spoil the exactly what the show means, but... I do think if you are watching the show and you're a little behind, maybe you're making some of the same assumptions that I think many people were anyway. But anyway, if you go to our Twitter account, at LockedOnNitney, and you see a couple tweets that says, it was Agatha all along, you see a particular screenshot of a moment that happened in a Penn State game in recent years. And uh, obviously, it's not going very well for your Nittany Lions. So I do want to have some fun with this. So I want you guys right now on your Twitter account, tweet at us. An image of something that went poorly in a Penn State game, football, basketball, hockey, whatever the sport may be, or even a non-Penn State game. Tweet at us something that went wrong and blame it on Agatha. You got to use the phrase, it was Agatha all along, and include the screenshot of that infamous moment in Penn State's sports history or from previously uh, some other sport as well. Have some fun with it because sometimes laughter is the best medicine and we do want to make sure that we at least can you know, shrug things, some things off and let some things go and we can put the blame on somebody else that is totally responsible for everything. So tweet us, it was Agatha all along with a screenshot or an image of that particular moment in Penn State history. I know there's a lot of good ones that you can probably choose from. Let's get it off your chest. Let's get, let's let the pain uh, you know, seep out and maybe we'll all feel better afterwards because we will have some fun at our own expense with this. So there's already three on our Twitter account. We'll probably be adding some more to that. So make sure you stay connected with us on our Twitter account at LockedOnNittany and we'll have some fun on this Twitter Tuesday and moving forward throughout the week. So we get to our next episode of WandaVision. I mean, I need to know what's going to happen next. So again, we're not going to talk about WandaVision too much or any other things like that in pop culture. But if you have any questions, feel free to include them in our next Twitter Tuesday episode, which again, will be in two weeks, but we'll probably do a Twitter Thursday next week. Stay tuned for all of that. But that's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening in and subscribing on your favorite podcasting app and checking us out on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Radio.com, Amazon Music, uh, Stitcher. Did I say Stitcher? Overcast. And of course, we're on Apple, Google. I think I said a couple of those already. Now I'm just going through a loop right now. But basically, you get the idea. We're on every podcasting app. You can even tell your Alexa devices to play Locked on Nittany Lions. So give that a shot. Next time you're in your living room, your office, your kitchen, wherever you've got an Alexa device, you can say play Locked on Nittany Lions. It's going to play the latest episode for you no matter where you are. But, of course, subscribe, leave ratings, leave reviews. really helps us out as we continue to move the show forward and improve it, make it something you want to come back to and share with your friends and your family. And, of course, you can stay socially connected with us on our Twitter account and our Facebook and our Instagram and our Twitch channel, all using the same username of LockedOnNitty. I'm Kevin McGuire. You can give me a follow on Twitter at KevinOnCFB. Check me out on AthonSports.com. And, of course, I've got my Patreon at Patreon.com slash Kevin McGuire. Do have some fun, exciting news coming for you guys 
next week. I cannot wait to tell you more about it. I know I've been teasing it for a while, but I am so ready to share some of these details. It's just itching under my skin. I can't wait to let it out for you guys. So stay tuned for all that. Have a great day. I'll talk to you guys all again tomorrow.